Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Light My Fire. So today I'm going to be doing a solo episode and I'm going to be talking about becoming your own best friend and rediscovering who you are. So basicamente, which in Spanish means basically, um, today there is... I guess I'm going to be talking about like mostly my own experience of this and it is a what would I say it's a it's a lifelong journey yes um and it's something that I have had at the forefront of my mind for a long time like it's something that I am committed to Um, you know, I decided a few years ago now to go on this quest to become my own best friend. Um, and so I guess I want to share what led me to get to that point, um, which was, you know, years and years of mental health struggles, um, and also not uh, not wanting to be alone not wanting to be alone with my thoughts not wanting to be um, just uh, not busy I always wanted to be doing something I always wanted to be talking to people or going out or just busy 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 always being preoccupied so that I wouldn't be alone with my thoughts Um, I just didn't want to be alone I didn't it's not that I didn't necessarily like who I was um, but I didn't love myself that's for sure Um, so I also it didn't help that I started getting acne when I was like in year six Um, and then it developed so bad that it was like literally like just you know what like I don't know what it's called but it was like basically chronic acne no I don't know what that is I don't know if that's the correct term uh but yeah like the acne where it's like cystic yeah that's I think that's the one cystic acne where it's like literally like outside of your face and like I literally spent hours just looking in the mirror being like one day um I'm gonna look in the mirror and my skin is gonna be clear um and it was yeah like I just spent hours and hours looking at myself in a negative way I guess like I just wished that I didn't have such bad acne um and yeah like those of you who have experienced that know the pain and shame that you experience with that um people made fun of me uh it was just not a good time and especially like being a teenager it just was not um ideal but you know it did make me a stronger person like overcoming that um so yeah um but yeah during that time like I purposely like didn't go to school some days like faked being sick didn't go to social events when like my acne was really flared up and to have that kind of experience um can really hinder your confidence in yourself um 
so yeah so it was acne and also struggling with anxiety and depression like I was having a lot of panic attacks um like I've mentioned before panic attacks like more um towards like mid-teenage years um depression came more later on like after school had finished um and it just really hit me that I was putting on a mask um which manifests in many different ways but for the most part I was putting on a mask to to be the funny person like I just wanted to make people laugh and I still do um but it was really to the point of like I just I wanted to be the labeled funny one to distract myself and everyone else from my appearance and also the fact that I was like really struggling mentally and I didn't want anyone to know that and I actually realized recently I really didn't open up to many people at all for a long time Um, I was quite ashamed of my mental illness and I had this like real fear that if I feel like if I was found out if people knew that I was struggling mentally that I'd be sent to a mental hospital and I mean look there's nothing wrong with a mental hospital if people go to mental hospitals um, to get help that's great Um, there's nothing to be ashamed of if you need to go to a mental hospital but I mean yeah I just in my eyes I was just like I don't want to go there like and I still carry that I'm like no I don't want to get to that point so I'm going to do whatever I can not to get to that point Um, and so I do still carry shame around mental health but it's something that I've really really been working on especially in the last few years Um, what actually struck me in terms of mental health and helping me to accept that part of myself um, which is a big part of becoming your own best friend accepting all parts of you um so what helped me to accept that part of myself was many different things but it it was actually um a scene in a movie called silver linings playbook which i love and jennifer lawrence um i forget her character but she said to bradley cooper at one moment she was like something like what do you think that your mental illness is like less than mine like that you're better than me that I'm more crazier than you um and it just really struck me like I remember hearing that and just being like really taken aback because I did kind of have this mindset that I was like yeah mentally ill but at least I'm like still able to function I'm still able to you know go to work go to uni go to school whatever like have friends at least I'm not that bad and and then I by doing that I was judging others and I was also judging myself in a way so um when I realized that and I kind of took a step back and I was like, that's not fair to judge people or myself like that. Um, and I started working on that. Um, and, you know, it's this has been um, quite eye-opening for me 
to change my mindset and I was talking about it in the last episode with Lydia um, about you know your initial thought that you have um, is a lot of the times what you've con- been conditioned to think um, and you are not your thoughts you know so if you think about um, your thoughts um, you know you don't have to identify with the thoughts and so if you have thoughts that are negative about yourself or others you know you can work on it if you are willing and open you can work on this to acknowledge that thought but then say actually no that's not the truth the truth is this and kind of flip that and it's something that is literally like a constant thing this is not like it's like I like to think of mental health as like you know or or self-development it's not um about you know going on a diet like a mental health diet or self-development diet where it's like you know save five four three two one like the mel robbins um i don't know if you guys have heard of that but like the um it's just fresh on my mind because i heard it recently just like that method where you like say five four three two one and you get up and like things like that like oh i'm doing all these things like i'm following um you know so and so's morning routine i'm doing this and i'm having green smoothie it's a lifestyle like and it's a it's a not a uh what is it like it's not a marathon it's a race not a marathon I don't know like like you know that saying but it's a marathon not a race something like that basically what I'm trying to say is um you know this shit takes time so stop rushing it and as I'm saying this it's a reminder to myself because I am impatient at the best of times um so you know it is a journey and it's you know it's something that you have to constantly work on but I can tell you this is that when I became conscious of this that this was my mindset like let's say five years ago um I have gotten so much better at um catching these kind of thoughts and rather than being like oh my god like that's such a bad thought um just acknowledging it and being like okay but that's not I don't I choose not to believe that like this is the truth this is my truth and the truth is so as an example it could be like um you know if I did look at someone who had was struggling mentally um and I did have that old programming um and what I mean by that is like an old thought pattern um that doesn't serve me anymore coming up so for example um I'm seeing someone with a mental illness and there's a moment where I think oh well at least I'm not as bad as them I can acknowledge that thought and be like well no that's that's not actually true like it's not um helpful to think that way um you know mental illness people can't help their mental illness um and it's not a helpful a helpful thought to think that you know there's a hierarchy of mental health issues you know um and that they're just doing their best you know and that we're all doing our best and I really genuinely believe that so um that is one aspect of um my journey of of becoming my own best friend was you know 
acknowledging, like learning to acknowledge and accept all parts of me, which as I said, is a long journey. I'm still on that process. Um, you know, and another thing that's helped me with this is shadow work. And I don't know if, um, you've heard of this before. Um, and it's, it's essentially acknowledging the darker quotation, darker side of you, um, the side of you that you don't want to show to the world, the side of you that is capable of hurting people. Um, and it might sound strange to the average person who have, hasn't heard of this before, but I mean, I definitely encourage you if you're curious to look into it more. Um, Carl Jung, a famous psychotherapist back in the day, um, talked a lot about this and it's really interesting. And I've found it um, very helpful, especially when I was going through my depression, um, depression like a few years ago. Um, when I first started really getting depressed, helping it, it helped me to, I guess, acknowledge that side of me, the depression side of me, the depressive thoughts that I had. Um, and what helped me to do this kind of shadow work is actually sit in front of the mirror um, and kind of just not have any like music or anything, just like sitting in front of the mirror and just looking into my eyes for a prolonged period of time um, and just acknowledging whatever came up, any thoughts, any feelings, just like letting it come. And I actually got to the conclusion that I hated myself. Um, and this was at the very start. And that was a really hard reality to face. Um, so I started from there. I started from, I hate myself. And then now I've gotten to the point where I've worked on myself so much that I do not say I hate myself anymore. I cannot say that. Um, in fact, I do believe that this year is the first year that I really feel like I love myself and, and that's a beautiful place to be. And of course, healing is not linear. Um, it's not always going to be that way, but I definitely feel that um, I have seen a progress in myself um, in that. So yeah. Learning to be your own best friend, I think the first part is um, acknowledge, learning to learn to acknowledge and accept all parts of you, which is a hard thing to do. Um, another thing that helped me with that is, um, what is it? It's uh, by Louise Hay, you can heal, you can heal your life or something. Um, Louise Hay you can you can heal your life yeah um she is like the godmother the fairy godmother of self-development go check her out um i would recommend reading that book or listening to the audiobook um yeah she she really helped me with that um as well so that and then also taking myself on dates so look i'm not gonna lie um, it's much easier to take yourself on a date when you're overseas because you don't really have anyone around you. Um, so you're kind of forced to. Um, but nonetheless, that experience did help me to learn to take myself on dates. Before that, 
forget it. I never would have been seen alone. I, I didn't like that. Like, I mean, obviously I would go for walks to the park and like blah, 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 but like nothing like eating out or anything going to the movies, which is all things that I did when I went overseas. So when I was 19, I booked a one-way ticket overseas to Europe. Um, first I went to UK and then I went to the Netherlands and um, stayed there for about six months. Um, and yeah, I just really got to know myself, um, which I think, I mean, if anyone gets this uh, opportunity to do this, I would definitely recommend it. Um, you know, and if you have any questions, hit me up. Um, you know, going overseas by yourself, I, you learn so much about yourself and everyone that I've talked to who's done that has agreed that it's just been um, so helpful to connect with themselves. And, and I think why it is so such a um, beautiful experience uh, to get to know yourself is that, you know, when we're around our community, when we're around our family and friends, like we're relying on them naturally. It's a, that's that's um, how life goes, and it's a it's a good thing. Um, but I think when you are forced to be on your own and rely on yourself for a little while, you know, you're forced to face all sides of you. You're forced to take care of yourself. You're forced to take yourself. Um, well, I mean, you're not forced to, but like and you're not forced for anything like this but I mean you know essentially um you are more inclined to do these things like go on dates and I mean I had a blast like I was literally going to museums I was eating out by myself I was um doing all kinds of things by myself and I was having so much fun um went to the movies um, had a massive glass of wine um, that was so good um, and I was like laughing at the parts that you shouldn't be laughing at in La La Land like La La Land isn't even funny <laughs> you know like just having fun um, and getting to know myself and this is the thing I think um, you know so taking yourself on dates 100% like when I came back home I, I, I still take myself on dates now I go to the park I have a picnic like um you know, but it, I do agree that it's easier to do it when you're overseas by yourself. Um, so yeah, taking yourself on dates is definitely a good recommendation. Um, and then the next thing from that would be to, is to question, um, what is yours and what is society's and your parents' beliefs and opinions? Um, and this is something kind of quintessentially 20s finding yourself quotation marks um but not everyone does this um so what i mean by this is essentially we're conditioned from day one as soon as we you know come into the world we're conditioned to be like this act like this do this this is the rules um, this is how you have to be. Um, if you grew up in a healthy environment, you know, in a healthy childhood with healthy parents um, that were conscious and, you know, um, did all the things to support you emotionally, mentally, physically to develop um, into a healthy human 
which is rarely the case because you know we're all flawed individuals and that's okay um and a lot of people a lot of parents are acting off unconscious um pain from their childhood and you know the the cycle continues um and so when you give yourself time to actually you know write down well what are my beliefs what are my opinions in things um and what did i kind of inherit from society of how to be how to act and also from my parents then you can kind of decide what you want to keep and what you want to kind of flick away no thank you it doesn't serve me anymore and this is this takes time um but i think when it when you become conscious that this is actually a thing and um you you are influenced by your surroundings and sometimes more than you realize you can then have that power to choose what you want to keep and what you want to kind of throw away Um, because not all of these things serve you anymore for example if your parents were really caught up in appearances and they cared a lot about how you looked all the time um, and that you know you always had to be presentable and you always had to be like um, polite and friendly and all the things um, and now in your adult life you really struggle to um, be your own person because you feel like you're just keeping up with appearances all the time and you're struggling with mental health and you can't actually show that because you have to keep up with appearances that you're happy I don't know whatever it is it, it manifests differently for everybody but to actually sit down and think about these things about how you have been influenced throughout your life and kind of doing a you know um kind of a spring cleaning of internal beliefs and opinions and values and morals all the things um which leads me to my next point of kind of becoming your own best friend and also rediscovering who you are and what i mean by rediscovering who you are like i mean maybe you've never discovered who you are um but maybe if you have and it's kind of time maybe a reminder to rediscover who you are because guess what we're constantly changing um it's one of the only certain things in life you know things in our life change our relationships our careers our beliefs um where we live all the things so kind of checking in with ourselves and and see where we're at i know for sure that my values five years ago are um a lot different to what they are now you know what I mean and I'm sure that that's the same for you so really thinking about what do I stand for like what are my values and morals I think that um this is really a good place to start um there's actually a quiz that I did and found recently um that I think is pretty cool about um finding what your top five values are why are values and morals and knowing what your main ones are important um i think that they're important because you know when you know what you stand for um it it creates a stronger inner core a stronger identity um you know 
and especially coming from myself, coming from a place of people pleasing, um, I'd like to say I'm a recovering people pleaser, meaning, you know, I, in the past it was so bad that it was like literally if you like something, I like it too. Like literally I had no personality essentially. I was just molding into whatever um, I thought the person wanted me to be. Yes, I have considered various mental illnesses that are attached to that, but um, I've actually been more leaning towards autism, being on the autism spectrum, which I would like to be um, get a diagnosis or testing for, but it's very expensive. And working with people on the autism spectrum as well has kind of confirmed that for me because like most of the things that we're talking about, like I just relate to so much. I'm like, they're talking about their lived experiences and I'm like, same, 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 same. So um, if you guys are interested in learning more about autism, I think that it would be cool to kind of do a little bit about that. Um, just because, you know, I've learned a lot about it and I feel like there is a misconception about autism um, and a stigma out there and I'd like to debunk that um, with my very early knowledge of autism anyways so that was just a little side note um, so yeah so getting coming from a place of like people pleasing and just like being whoever I thought people wanted me to be to like actually like discovering who I am is also an ongoing journey um, and it, it does come from a place of fear fearing rejection fearing being judged and the thing is that we will be judged we are constantly being judged um and the way i see it um if you don't like who i am when i'm being who i am then i don't want you in my life you know so um i think it's coming from you know a place of knowing who your value uh, what your values are and what your morals are and what your likes and dislikes are um and what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are like these are all kind of things that you can uh reflect on to get to know who you are and be strong in that um and i think that it's really um good to also reflect on things like your weaknesses because um you know we're not superhuman we're not perfect and to know what your weaknesses are is a great thing because then you can actually um find people who you can collaborate with in whatever sense of the word to help you you know um and create that kind of connection with people by you know hey this isn't my strong point can you help me with this and they'll be like yeah that's my strong point but your strong point is my weakness so like let's collab you know that kind of thing um so yeah i i just wanted to kind of talk about this because i think in how it relates to what lights finding what lights your inner fire um it's a definitely a fundamental part to reflect on who the heck am i um who who am i when no one's watching when i'm on my own what are the things that I like and don't like, you know, and all the things. Get out a pen and paper, journal this shiz down, um, see a therapist or um, what's some calls, uh, record yourself talking on voice recorder, write in your notes, like write on Tumblr, I don't know, like 
I'm really showing my age here with Tumblr. Um, but anyways, so yes, do the things to get to know yourself, um, to rediscover who you are, to become your own best friend. Um, and then from there, you can actually apply this to finding what lights your inner fire. So, you know, um, when you're learning more about who you are and a part of the likes can be, well, do I like to create? Do I like to draw? Do I like to dance? Do I like to go out into nature? Like what makes me feel good? Do I like watching movies? Do I like talking to people? Do I like writing? Um, you know, what the heck do I like? And what do I really not like? That also helps too. And if you need to start there, then that's a start, right? If you want to start off with what the heck you hate, cool, start there. Um, and then maybe you don't absolutely love things. I know people that just like, oh, I don't really like anything. Um, and that's cool. So what do you kind of like? What do you semi like? You know what I mean? What do you absolutely not hate? <laughs> like, let's just start there. Um... So yeah, so find out your likes and stuff. And um, in terms of finding a job that kind of is aligned to um, who you are as a person, I think that's super important. Like, you know, not everyone dreams of labor and I get that, cool. Um, but, you know, we do need a job to survive in this society um, for the most part, or we need some source of income, right? So, um, the way I see it, if you can't find a job that you really enjoy, that like lights your inner fire, then, um, I've said it before, like find hobbies that light your inner fire, you know what I mean? Like things to do outside of, um, work, but in terms of work, um, if you know your values and morals and things and your strengths and weaknesses and whatever, you can then filter that i mean obviously this is a privileged thing to do like not everyone has this opportunity i acknowledge that but for the most part um you can filter this through when you're looking for a job now i always say when i am teaching this to my clients you know it's not only about what they can bring to you it's what you can bring to them oh, wait or other way around you know what are they bringing to you like what are they um is their company aligned with your values and morals um are they open and accepting of diversity um do they have incentives for their staff so that you're just not a number um do you value having a good paycheck over work-life balance or are you the opposite like find out these things you know um instead of i need a job I guess I'm all right in admin, so I'm going to get an admin job and go and seek and look up admin in Sydney. You know what I mean? Like when when you're looking for a job, filter these things, keep these things in mind. Who am I as a person and what am I looking for and what, what can they give me? You know, you're, most people are spending so many hours at work, so may as well have some kind of enjoyment out of it um, rather than hating your life. You know what I mean? Um... But yeah, if this doesn't apply to you, all G, but just something to consider. Um, so yeah, um, learn to love yourself. It's going to take time. Um, I, I did an exercise 
um, I do an exercise with my clients where it's like write down five things that you love about yourself and a lot of them don't know where to start and you know what I understand because like five years ago when I first started all of this self-development healing blah blah I probably couldn't say much either you know it's something that I've had to work on so do what you need to do if affirmation if affirmations um if you're curious about affirmations like that has helped me I've said it in almost every episode why because it freaking has helped me you know putting like writing nice things about myself and putting it next to my mirror on a post note and saying it to myself when I can remember like I can't I'm not doing it every day I'm not like you know um that strict with my routine but you know um I try and if not at least listening in the morning to affirmations and just like these kind of things um wearing things that I like and that's also a part of um finding out or rediscovering who you are look at your clothes like do they do they make you feel comfortable do they represent who you are um again that's a privileged thing as well not everyone can can have that um opportunity but I guess like you know there are is ways like going to op shops and going on depop like secondhand clothing um if you know for more affordable things but like you know who the heck are you and I hope that this app has like inspired you to rediscover who you are or if you haven't before discover who you are and start that journey or continue that journey of being your own best friend um I may not know who you are but I can guarantee you you're doing your freaking best I know that for a fact um you are doing your best with the resources and support that you have available pat yourself on the back um and yeah reach out to me if you have any questions about this and stay tuned for the next ep with a guest speaker in the next fortnight so until then stay cool and ciao ciao